the Axie Infinity. It's used to trade for 130. 130, 140, now down at 43. Uh, this all, of course, in response to Putin's declaration of military operation into Ukraine. We've seen a shelling from uh, the uh, north, from the east, air raid sirens throughout Ukraine in various larger cities. Uh, we do have uh, the Russian ruble uh, plummeting in a value. The Russian stock market has been halted. And uh, trading of the ruble, the currency, has also now been halted. We have martial law in Ukraine. And Biden expected to speak at 12 noon Eastern time tomorrow. Uh, though uh, not yet. Let's keep listening in here. Exactly to Vladimir Putin and that attack these days. You know, there is through a variety of things. Look, once they find a set of tools that work, they don't go and invent a whole new set of tools each time. Once you find it, you do it. So we're able to track them based on tradecraft, based on the type of software they use. And but, but now because of the invasion of Ukraine, it's very clear. None of this is happening except without the express approval of Vladimir Putin. He is directing his intelligence. His uh, now, remember, I will be uh, liking uh, any tweets uh, that I bring up here. So in case you're wondering... Uh, or would like to see the footage for yourself for anything that I showcase here, uh, I will like it. So that way you could see it on the history of, if you go to at real meet Kevin on Twitter, take a look at this one here. This appears to be a missile landing or, or uh, hitting a particular uh, airport in Ukraine. Take a look here. Let's see if we can listen to. <laughs> Now remember that earlier uh, Donald Trump also came out and condemned uh, Joe Biden uh, for his actions uh, in potentially uh, being asleep in response to the uh, crisis in Ukraine. This again, that that missile attack here. Uh, residents uh, presently uh, fleeing the capital as well, as we've seen. Let's pop back on over here. Although it, uh, this live cam feed seems relatively peaceful. Nobody knows what they have. So is there a way for them to find just the one computer that's not protected and get in? Probably. But at the same time, again, this is yeah. one of those things. They do that to us. We can visit it back to them, uh, orders of magnitude more. Why? Because we're not involved in a kinetic war right now. We can bring all of our forces to bear into, into cyberspace and unleash everything. Yeah, I wonder if you can answer this question, because a lot of people talk about these sanctions. In fact, they are pivotal, and the president will kind of go over a list of brand new sanctions that he will impose upon Vladimir Putin in the coming days, and the EU will follow suit, and there will be a flood of sanctions on Russia. But you look at North Korea, there's a flood of sanctions on them, still operating, right? You have, you know, Young Kim still in power. You look at Iran, still operating. They still have allies helping them. And a lot of people will point to the reasons. Still have Brent uh, oil just slightly below 102 WTI at about 96.6, both of about 5%.
lot of these sanctions by manipulating the system in the cyber world. Is that a fair assessment or is that something that you don't think is actually achievable today? Uh, well, I don't think the sanctions are going to work exactly to your point. Look, we have sanctioned the heck out of Iran, and they're still building nuclear weapons. We've yeah. sanctioned North Korea. Putin, these will just bounce off them. Sanctions won't do anything to stop what's going on right now. It's just punishment for behavior that's occurring now. But what will it do to deter him in the future? Um, I, I just don't see that these sanctions will have a material effect because the other thing, too, is Russia has been increasing their cooperation with China. We might cut them off with the SWIFT system. But there will be some kind of financial uh, relationship between Russia and China. It may cost, you know, maybe like the mob, it may cost uh, Russia some money. But they're not going to be mm -hmm. totally excluded because they've been putting these relationships in place. But every time we've tried to sanction North Korea, then they launch ransomware attacks. Then they do other things. They break into the Swiss system. I think it was the Bank of Bangladesh, $96 million. So they're very adept at stealing hard currency and money and getting yeah. around sanctions. You mentioned China. We see Russia's the one dropping the bombs. Right okay, now. Ukraine says enemy forces have seized control of two villages in the country's east. Coming through another uh, tweet here. Again, you're welcome to see that. If you uh, go to at Real Meet Kevin, you can see those. Uh, an apartment complex in Kharkiv has been hit by an airstrike, causing an unknown number of casualties apparently as well. We do have footage of that building. Stand by. Here we go. Distraction, which means. Doesn't look like we have uh, many more details here. Potentially here. Uh, un unsure, unable to verify if this is absolutely. Russian tanks moving in here. But we have seen numerous video clips of uh, Russian clips or, or of, of tanks rolling on streets, although it's always very difficult to tell where they are. Kind of hopping back. It only takes, to, you only have to hit one or two and start this cascading series of failures. But the attack on the Colonial Pipeline back in May of last year, they started in April and then they were in, in the system. And then in May, they said, hey, we've got your system for ransom. When you look at the way people reacted to a perceived shortage of fuel, there was no fuel shortage. Mm -hmm. Only in the mind of the consumer was there a shortage. And we had people um, filling up gas tanks and plastic bags with gas. In fact, I saw a study that came out today, Trace. Uh, it was done. It said there another potential uh, angle here of that. Uh, oops, wrong one here. Uh, this one here of the uh, after effects of the uh, airport attack here in Ukraine. And looks like there's another from the Lutsk military airbase on the uh, Western front. Again, uh, there we go, this one. So you can see the smoke billowing here in the distance. Uh, there it is. Okay. Paper and paper towels because somebody For told what? them somewhere <laughs> that they were not going to get right. any more and you thought, what's going on? But I get the mentality. People are very, right. very... Uh, af afraid and aware 
that something that they use every day could be taken away from them. Morgan Wright, great conversation. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Thanks, Trace. You bet. Meantime, Brent- uh, again, reiteration here that the Ukrainian parliament has approved martial law and that Russia says uh, it has destroyed Ukrainian air bases. In Kyiv. And in several hours, President Biden is expected to announce a new round of economic sanctions that Biden calls, quoting here, severe. With us now, former Utah congressman and Fox- the Ukraine foreign minister says that the cyber attacks are going on nonstop. Cyber security expert about them. The question is, is it doesn't matter how severe they are. We talk about Iran and North Korea. We've got the most severe sanctions in the history of the world on both of these countries, and they're both still operating. And their leaders are still dining in high style while the people suffer on the streets. The question is, will these sanctions, will they have any effect at all in stopping what we're seeing on the ground right now in in Kyiv and other places around Ukraine? I think the time to implement sanctions was before Vladimir Putin invaded. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Look, when uh, Putin and Russia went into Georgia, there were sanctions and it obviously didn't deter. The Italian government has responded. Uh, The Italian prime minister, Mario Draghi, condemns Russia's attack on Ukraine, saying it is unjustifiable and unjustifiable. Italy stands by the Ukrainian people and institutions in this dramatic moment. We are working with our European and NATO allies to respond immediately with unity and and determination. Uh, A reiteration here, the Russian Defense Ministry claiming in a statement that its forces have rendered the military infrastructure of Ukraine's air bases inoperable and that the country's air defense systems have been suppressed. The ministry said that Ukrainian border guards do not offer any resistance to Russian units. It has also denied an earlier report that a Russian plane has been shot down over Ukrainian territory. Who said, listen, these sanctions are meant as a deterrent. Once the bombs have dropped, there's no more deterrent. What are you going to do? You're going to implement sanctions. They're going to take days, weeks, maybe months to to grab hold and take effect because they know how to get around them, at least in the short term. And the question is, what happens to Ukraine in those 30 days? Yeah, there's nothing. These things take years sometimes to to be put into place. Um, I I don't think it's going to be even a pinprick. I think Putin just laughs about it. I think it is an absolute joke, and it is a pathetic response to one of the most serious invasions we've had. President of Ukraine here tweeting that the world is with us, continued negotiations with leaders of the world, and have now received support from Qatar. When you, when you thought, when you saw the first bombs going off or heard about the first explosions in and around Kyiv in the early hours of the morning, your first thought was what, Jason? Well, there were a lot of experts. Also reports were- now in that the State Department has suspended operations of their consulate in the western region of Ukraine, uh, not just the capital colonel who is on saying well he's really not going to do anything with the capital city 
But we just had Fox News correspondents with bombs going off in the background. You got pictures yeah. of smoke going up in the air. Uh, you have the president of the country declaring martial law throughout the country. This is a country that is under attack. It's being invaded. Um, and a lot of people said, oh, no, the, that uh, Putin isn't going to do this. But I, I don't see any sign at this point that Putin is going to do anything less than take all the parts of, of mm -hmm. Ukraine. Why would he slow down? All right, there will be an EU member state emergency summit Thursday evening. Why so late? It's Thursday morning right now. Up to it. Wow. Ahead and talk about it, but I think one of the main problems here is that we did not lead out with the world. We did not lead out with all of our NATO partners and broader Europe in being able to say mm -hmm. the United States of America is an energy independent uh, uh, organization. We will mm -hmm. export our liquid natural gas and other other natural products, our gas products, uh, to uh, the world. Instead, you had uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris saying that global warming was the biggest threat to their their livelihoods. Um, I, I don't think the people of Ukraine feel that global warming is really the big problem right now. It's Vladimir Putin on the march and the people okay. in Taiwan. Uh, it now looks like that two villages have been confirmed captured uh, in, by Russian forces. So this could reiterate uh, what we're seeing with uh, tanks rolling in. Let's go ahead and take a look at these two regions here that uh, that have been captured. These are two villages. This is village number one, apparently. And, and you could see on the border here, on this wiki map here, that this is really right on the border. And uh, that this is a town of about... 5,000 folks. You do actually have a note here. It was captured by the Russian military. Look at that. It's already listed here on Wiki. A population of around 6,000. Yeah, 5,700 population. And far on the eastern coast here. And this is the other uh, region here. Uh, this region looks like it has a population of about 13,300. It was actually occupied by German forces during World War II. Now, let's take a look at where this is. Uh, New York Times is reporting that these two villages have been captured. It's actually quite far in. I'm surprised by that. I mean, it made sense, the one that was on the border. Uh, but not so much the other one so far in. So I'm, I'm surprised by that. We'll, uh, we'll keep exploring uh, this data here as, uh, as, as more of it comes in. Uh, Australia says there will be further waves of sanctions. Australia seeks to sanction 300 of Russia's parliament members. And there are now worries that higher energy prices will hamper growth, global growth and recovery. Russia has suspended navigation in the Sea of Azov, apparently. Belarus president to con convene meeting with military. 
And India says it's prepared to handle the Ukraine situation fallout. I wonder what they're expecting. Germany lashes Russia's, quote, day of shame. Let's listen in more. Hard to verify. We've already seen some about planes that have been shot down, which we can't verify yet. But I think one claim bears paying attention to, and that is the Russian military's claim that they have knocked out all of Ukraine's air defenses. That would be certainly significant for the battle. In the pre-dawn hour here, we saw a number of explosions around the airport in Kiev here. Those were targeted at command and control centers. It may very well have been some of that air defense system that was taken out. So Russia is claiming at this point, Ukraine's air defense system is mm -hmm. gone. The other thing to keep a watch on is Russian troops from the north. Russian troops are battling border guards from Belarus. So right on that northern border, we are seeing tanks move towards this direction. That's the shortest route to the capital. So we're two things really to keep an eye on. Mm -hmm. No air defense system, very likely, and Russian troops now on the move towards the capital from Belarus. The other thing is that that would not be good. If you want to look at another, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I do have, actually, it's funny you mentioned map. I uh, just did pull up another map here from BNO. Uh, I'm going to like this again so you can follow that hit if you want to just see the tweet here yourself. But uh, this is this is a substantial progression here. And if it is true what Fox is saying, that there are troops uh, on the move uh, from uh, or, or to the capital, uh, that, that, that is... Presumably one of the worst case scenarios here, uh, because now now we're talking about an occupation. Uh, I, I mean, I, I I don't know what we would expect beyond that at this point, uh, especially with um, with the shelling already of air defenses and airports. Presently, we're seeing BTC at about uh, forty eight. Uh, I'm sorry, thirty four eight, about thirty four eight uh, at the moment. And uh, futures taking a little bit more of a hit at the moment. Futures down now uh, two and a third for the S&P and Dow. Small cap down 2.6. Tech down 2.8. Australia is prime minister is holding a news conference. Uh, we saw the missile strike on uh, the one of the Ukrainian airports. If you did not get to see that, you can uh, actually, we could just watch it right now again. Let's take another quick uh, quick look at that here. This was that uh, missile strike. And you could see this history is the missile right into the airport here. All of these uh, tweets that we show, I'll be harding out of respect for those who posted it, but also so that way you could go to at real me, Kevin on Twitter, just go to the likes section and you should be able to see the history of everything that I've liked. Just only scroll back the last like two hours. Don't go any further. Yeah. Oil is now at, uh, unfortunately 102 on Brent. Uh, we have been watching oil here for the last, uh, uh, hour, two hours here, and uh, we've seen it cross 100, we've seen it cross 101, and we have now seen Brent cross 102, up about 5.5% on this uh, Russian incursion. 
We also have gold up about 1.6%. Uh, commodity spiking, wheat, soybean, copper, eh, not so much copper. Uh, soybeans, coffee, wheat, uh, nickel, and some uh, precious metals. Palladium has been spiking. Bonds down further. Another flight to safety here. So the 10-year yield falling even more. Uh, not uncommon when there's a flight to safety. After the bombs fall, we need the sanctions now. This was last week, and we need them to be harsh so that at least President Putin can feel the pinch before he makes that final decision. Your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. Uh, the House Finance, uh, Foreign Affairs Committee actually proposed a sanctions package that was crippling and would have been much more severe than what the Biden administration in initially proposed, and it was rejected by the Democrats. And uh, unfortunately, the Biden administration is, you know, a little bit too late here. We've got this terrible invasion by Putin, which is murderous. We've got unverified reports that are... Russian military claims it met no resistance from Ukrainian border guards. Now, that, that could just be a um, uh, psychological uh, element of warfare here to suggest that Actually, I, I would almost guarantee you that's exactly what this update is here, that uh, that if Russia says, hey, they just threw down their guns at the border, it's like they didn't even try. Uh, it's almost as if this would be this uh, psychological uh, attack uh, to suggest that, hey, uh, you know, none of your army folks on the border are trying to uh, to defend Ukraine. So why don't you give up as well? Australia announcing the uh, second phase of their sanctions it is a little surprising that countries haven't been a little bit more aggressive with uh, their sanctions. Someone in the chat here says an update. Ukraine president says Putin wants to destroy our state. Hmm. Ukraine's leader does again. Uh, warn against panic, declares martial law, oil at 102. Australia says there will be further waves of sanctions. Some of the latest here. Statement also claims that the Russian military had suppressed Ukraine's air defenses. Still TBD on verifying some of these uh, updates here. Lithuanian Prime Minister urged strong and united action. And Ukraine's foreign minister says this is an act of war. Really? Cars head west in Kiev, away from explosions in the east. Also doesn't surprise me. Let's see. Which way do we want to drive? Gosh, it's terrible. Uh, just terrible. Uh, again, we did indicate about 10 minutes ago that Ukraine's interior ministry via the New York Times here has indicated that two villages... Uh, have been captured by Russian forces in Ukraine. Hong Kong Stock Exchange now down about 3.1%. Nikkei down about, uh, in Japan, down about 2.1%. South Korea down about 2.7%. Oil up again, just over 5%. Let's take a listen here. Russia is ahead of us. They're setting a stage and a template for future invasions by Russia, by China, uh, uh, into Taiwan, and potentially emboldening our adversaries around the world, just showing how easy it is to just walk in and take over another country by force. 
This is yeah. just something that uh, is going to be very difficult for us to gauge over the next few days, or especially the next steps. Uh, but yeah. I'm not sure these sanctions may be too little too late at this point, and uh, whether we're going to have to be engaging uh, with some of our troops that are already deployed, at least providing some assistance in Poland and the Baltic states and other areas of Eastern Europe, which I'm certain are very concerned about what's happening tonight uh, as innocent people are being killed in Ukraine by a murderous yeah. dictator, uh, Vladimir Putin. When you say troop involvement, United States troop involvement, exactly what do you mean in, in Poland, Congresswoman? Well, you know, in, in many ways... U.S. Embassy in Kiev tells Americans to, quote, shelter in place. The U.S. Embassy in Kiev has issued warnings for Americans to in Ukraine to shelter in place due to Russian attacks in a number of major Ukrainian cities. Take the following actions. If you hear loud explosions or sirens activated, immediately seek cover. If in a home or building, go to the lowest level of the structure with the fewest exterior walls, windows, and openings. Gosh, scary. Close any doors and sit near an interior wall away from windows or openings. If you are outdoors, Immediately seek cover in a hardened structure. If that is not possible, lie down and cover your head with your hands. Uh, do something about the Nord Stream uh, 2 pipeline, which they had green-lighted earlier. You know, energy independence is really important. This is a serious situation we're in while we're talking about... The yeah, it's too early to determine how the Federal Reserve will react to this situation. It depends how prolonged this is and how it affects global demand. Uh, it certainly does not help to have oil at 102. Uh, this could easily add to our inflation woes, easily, and it will. ...serious crisis, and this is going to, again, be a template for other uh, would-be dictators uh, that might be empowered by what uh, Vladimir Putin is doing, and this is just simply diabolical. Yeah, and that's my next question is, you mentioned China, you talk about President Xi, you know that he is looking at this and he's thinking about Taiwan and, you know, it's a pickle for the United States. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just, I just concerned that we don't, we are projecting weakness. We have a president who should be in front of the world today as the leader. Bitcoin now down 7%, Ethereum now down 10% just today sanctions uh, immediately. We shouldn't be waiting. And, re and Also now reports of tanks and armored personnel carriers heading towards uh, eastern cities within Ukraine. We have dictators and adversaries around the world uh, who are going to continue uh, to provide, uh, you know, to, to threaten us. And again, what is the UN? We spend billions of dollars on this organization that is really not giving us more than a bureaucratic response and giving an yeah. international stage and credibility to people like Vladimir Putin and the Russians, you know, while the Ukraine I can't verify this. Uh, if somebody can help me, this this is apparently a, uh, a naval base in Odessa, potentially on fire here. I have not verified this. And now to a Fox News alert, air raid sirens heard across Ukraine from the capital of Kyiv to Lviv, and Ukraine is now under martial law. Explosions also rocking Ukraine as Russia unleashes a violent and massive military attack. Moscow claims it has knocked out Ukraine's air defenses, and it's only the beginning of what the world has been fearing for months, a full-scale... Bank of Russia now expected to conduct foreign exchange interventions due to the collapsing 
of the Rupal to levels we have not seen in the last 30 years. Uh, presently, foreign exchange trading for the Rupal appears to be halted, as well as the Moscow Stock Exchange, uh, which is actually uh, potentially expected to reopen soon. Ago, despite the Kremlin's repeated insistence that it was all just a military exercise, those forces lashed out. It began Wednesday with cyber attacks. Then came reports of explosions. Gas in Europe uh, supposedly now surging 25% as Russia attacks the Ukraine. Biden vowed the U.S. and its allies will hold Moscow accountable for what he calls an unprovoked and unjustified attack. He's expected to unveil new sanctions. He calls severe sanctions against Russia in the coming hours, but it is unlikely threats and deeds can now deter Vladimir Putin from completing his violent mission to proclaim Ukraine Russian terror. Discussion now that potentially a Ukrainian warplane has been downed uh, in the eastern region. In a huge way. In the coming hour, we'll be joined again by our team of Fox News correspondents. We have Lucas Tomlinson and Trey Yinks on the ground for us in Kiev. Kevin Cork is standing by in Washington with reaction from our nation's political leaders. And Amy Kellogg will join us. From Let's see here. Now, it's too difficult to tell. I was hoping to play something, but it's not very clear. Never mind. We have not seen any Russian jets or any bombers, but clearly this is more than a test. Might even be a warning for the people here. As you mentioned, the Russians are claiming they've taken out all of Ukraine's air defenses. Certainly there are some of those air defense systems in the western part of the country. And right now, they're, you know, these, these air raid signs are on. One of the things I think it's important that we go back. multiple reports now about the prices of gas in Europe now surging 25 percent. I've seen this multiple times now. And Russia, I was thinking just before we went on, Trace, is something that was in that letter, 11 page letter that was delivered to the U.S. ambassador in Moscow that said if Putin, if he does not get his way on NATO and the security guarantees, he will be forced to take action. He called him military technical uh, actions. And even though... Let's go ahead and jump for a moment here. ECB may decide QE end date in March despite the Ukraine uh, crisis. But said Russian forces are not planning an occupation. Whoever tries to interfere with us, and even more so to create threats for our country, our people should know that Russia's response will be immediate and will lead you to such consequences that you have never experienced in your history. U.S. President Joe Biden, he condemned what he called the unprovoked and unnecessary Russian invasion. He plans a White House address in the days ahead where he is expected to announce full-scale sanctions on Russia. Mr. Biden tweeting... Uh, Ukrainians were waiting in line for up to an hour to buy fuel. And there were traffic jams on the exit ramps in Kiev, the capital. In the hours after the city's main airport was bombed, Ukrainians have been resolute and refusing to panic. But once the invasion began, grocery stores began filling up with people buying supplies. And many people were waiting in lines to withdraw money from ATMs, per New York Times here. 
And looks like we have a, let's see here, uh, another update. Russia has chosen war, says the Prime Minister of Australia, condemning the brutal invasion, unilateral hostile actions, and promising further sanctions. Okay, uh, it does actually look like the Russian stock market in Moscow has opened. Uh, can I just see that if I type in Moex? Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, it is down 27% in the past month. And in the past day, it looks like right now we're opening about 11.34% down. I'm not sure if I could see this on Weeble. Let's try it. Moex. Nope. Guess we're stuck with Google. I do think there's a slight delay here on... No, it actually might not be. So we'll keep an eye on this. But this apparently the uh, the Moscow Stock Exchange here. Uh, okay, we just broke 3% to the negative on futures here. Stand by. There we go. Look at this. U.S. technology stocks now down 3 percent via the nasdaq s&p and dow down 2.4 percent each with small caps down 2.7 vix now up at 33.4 this is uh worse uh at the moment bitcoin still sitting at 34.8 though uh, despite these moves here in uh, futures We'll pop on over to FTX. Check out the link down below for FTX, sponsor for today's video. All right. Let's bounce for a moment here. Let's see what else we got here. Stand by. This while we're waiting for the next correspondent to come up, because this is Marsha Blackburn's tweet. tweeted the following here. We pray for the people of Ukraine as they defend against Putin's attempt to rebuild the old Soviet Union. Biden must stand up to Putin and immediately levy severe sanctions against Russia, starting with removal from the SWIFT banking system. The USA stands with Ukraine. And that is a big question. Is, is it enough? to do these major sanctions against these banks? Is it enough to have the international community condemn Russia so that these banks will actually help shut down the Russian economy? As we have seen in country after country where these sanctions have been severe, the leaders always end up staying the leaders, right? And the All right, we've got uh, Boris Johnson telling Zelensky the West would not stand by as Russia attacks. Uh, and that he was appalled by the attacks. He also uh, tweeted. Let's take a look if we can grab his tweet here. Yeah, Boris Johnson. Here's a statement by Boris Johnson up on screen. Appalled by the unfolding events, Ukra the Ukrainian president updated the prime minister on the attacks taking place. And the prime minister said the West would not stand by as President Putin waged his campaign against the Ukrainian people. I mean, I hate to say it, but that it kind of feels like that's what's happening right now. It, we are now almost, oh my gosh, are you serious? Brent's almost at 103. Uh, this is uh, this is actually delayed 10 minutes here. I just got an update, though, that the current Brent price, let's see if I can get the current price, is... Potentially as high as 
102.95. So we'll, we'll come back in a moment here unless I can find a more up-to-date uh, futures indicator for oil here. Yeah, but this note now suggesting that Brent is up to 102.95. It's Putin's words, some frightening words from the Russian mm -hmm. president, the man who is in charge of this operation. He said he gave a warning, not just to Ukrainians, but really to the world. He said, don't interfere. If any nation interferes with this operation, the consequences that will be seen have never been seen before in history. So an attack not just against Ukraine, but a warning to the entire world, a menacing warning, consequences never before seen in history. This, as Ukrainians are huddled. Here's a, uh, a Twitter feed of this town center square of a town of uh, Sloyansk, which is just north of Donetsk. Take a brief peek here. Let's see if we can hear this. No, unfortunately, I have something else playing, so let me close that. Let me close that. There we go. Not exactly sure what's being played on that PA. It almost sounds like an ad. <laughs> anyway, we'll come back. Let's see what else is being covered here. In mind more oh, Russian military columns cross Ukrainian border into Sharniv, Kharkiv, and oh wow, okay, yeah, mul multiple crossings now by uh, Russian troops supposedly. Let's see if we can get a little bit uh, more detail here. This was to show once again to the world that Russia is, when it comes to nuclear warheads, the largest power in the world. So it was a dramatic show of force, really, and a warning to other nations to stay out of Ukraine until Russia settles what it thinks is its business here. The words from Putin, though, are extraordinary. He's talking about genocide against Russian people in those separatist areas, and mm -hmm. he's talking about fighting against denazification. So this guy is talking about Nazis and genocide. Though That's the language being used. When you're talking about Nazis and genocide, you're not talking about a minor incursion. This is a major battle with cities now. Looks like Kharkiv could end up being the uh, first uh, extremely large, second largest city in Ukraine uh, preparing to, to, to move in here. Uh, this appears to be unverified footage here of uh, some vehicles and uh, Russian troops on their way into uh, the city here. I don't think anyone said no to him. Uh, remember, if you want to see these, I'm going to be liking these tweets, so that way you could see them in my feed, at Kevin on Twitter. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes from here. The other thing to keep an eye on is forces from Belarus. Ukrainian border guards have reported fighting with those forces, more than 30,000 Russian forces in the north from Belarus, and they are moving south. That's the quickest way to the capital and that's the, the convoy to keep an eye on. Where Here's another potential uh, image here of Russian troops moving into Kharkiv. 
Looks like we've got a couple tanks here, potentially three, and uh, multiple troops blocking the street. I mean, if that's not a sign of blocking the streets, <laughs> I don't know what is. Jeez. Ay, ay, ay. German government uh, now reporting that, quote, combat operations and rocket attacks are taking place in Ukraine. German nationals are urgently requested to leave the country. If you cannot leave the country safely, stay in place for the time being. We'll have the nuclear weapons if we'd be in this position today. Fred, what do you think? I think that's an excellent point, and it's going to have an effect on various efforts to stop nuclear weapons programs. It's going to make it harder to convince the North Koreans to give up their nuclear weapons, and it's going to encourage the Iranians to continue their sprint to get nuclear weapons. We made some kind of promise towards the Ukrainians. I don't think it was spelled out, spelled out as you said. And and now now we are where we are. And and uh, you know I think the Ukrainians wish they hadn't given up those weapons. And I wonder if as wow, you here is a uh, tweet from Mariupol. Probably messing up the pronunciation, but I'm doing my best. Uh, this is just showing long lines uh, at an ATM uh, for individuals to uh, withdraw cash uh, as uh, as they potentially suspect the shutdown of uh, Ukrainian banking systems as a Russian occupation uh, appears imminent for many cities. NASDAQ futures now down 3%. We'll take an updated look here at oil. Uh, still not seeing that 103 that I did see an alert on sitting right now at 102.3. But again, 10 minutes uh, dated here. Still up 5.6%. True. Those tanks are on the way to Kiev. Uh, and I think this is, this is a, a good point that the, the Ukrainian people, the Ukrainian army may feel a little overconfident. Then on the other hand, I think in trying to take Kyiv, the Russians will suffer some pretty significant casualties. It's hard to take cities. There will be many well-armed troops in that region. So we have to calculate what exactly is the objective of this. Operation. Aluminum prices are skyrocketing on, uh, this, uh, on, on this incursion. Russian-backed separatists are now claiming they have downed two Ukrainian drones. Uh, President Zelensky says, okay, listen, we're going to take NATO off the table in this thing. We don't want to be it. We want you to pull your troops out tomorrow. Would that be enough? I mean, you look at what, what's happening here, and I think the last thing is we've talked about with some other people. South Korea to join sanctions against Russia. Afghanistan, like in 88. Doesn't want to get bogged down in, in Iraq, like we have seen where these guerrilla warfare scenarios go on for months and months and sometimes years and years. The Chinese foreign ministry says, don't worry, this Ukrainian crisis is not an invasion described by some foreign military or media rather. Okay, China. Okay, China. Let, let me guess. Let me guess a couple of other things, because obviously what we're seeing is not an invasion of Ukraine, China. Let me guess something else. Let me guess. Uh, the uh, the the real estate market is going to be fine in China, right? And your regulation of Alibaba and tech companies isn't to try to bankrupt them, right? And uh, your economy is, is seeing inflation go down. 
not at all having to do with your price curbs on uh, on on goods and services, but because inflation just happens to be going down, right? That's what's happening, right, China? Can't believe any of this. Remember that uh, Putin installed a puppet government, which was overthrown because of popular protests in 2014. If he puts another puppet government in, there's every chance that in a few years that will happen again. So, you know, sometimes you have to be careful what you wish for. Putin may be able to seize control of Ukraine, seize control of the capital, overthrow the government. But what happens then? The Ukrainian people are not going to stand for being occupied by this Russian army, which is probably not large enough to resist what will be a rather aggressive insurgency. If we were, for the sake of argument, and it might be a bridge too far, if we were, Fred, to take Russia at its word and they were uh, this is an interesting quote. Every U.S. recession since 1971 has been preceded by two things. Number one, an oil price shock. Number two, an increase in the Fed funds rate. Nah, couldn't potentially have both of those happening right now, could we? Oh, wait. Trust them and they go, they go to war. Well, I, I thought at the beginning of the, of the evening that Putin just wanted Donetsk and Luhansk and uh, this was all an effort to knock out any troops that would, any Ukrainian troops that would stop the Russians from taking full control of these provinces. And I assume that after Putin did that, sometime in the future, there would be wider invasions. I didn't think there'd be a wide invasion of the entire country like this. Okay. Russian military vehicles enter Ukraine now from Crimea, which is from the south, according to a video released by the Ukrainian border guard. It is unclear which border crossing the vehicles entered the Ukraine from, from the east or the west. But the Belarus, uh, earlier this or earlier, we did also uh, apparently have uh, evidence here of uh, troops, uh, a column of troops and military vehicles crossing from the north, uh, from Belarus into Ukraine. Aye, aye, aye. All right. Would support that or would say that's not going to happen? No, the international community would never accept that. It, it's 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 really a disaster for the international system. But it's worth noting as we talk now. How Unlikely now that the Nord Stream 2 will go online in the medium term. Okay, medium term is a big deal. Medium term generally means six to 18 months. Uh, that is not good for oil prices and high oil prices. Uh, uh, if demand stays high, high oil prices will lead to more inflation. God for revealing intelligence that, hey, Putin's going to launch a, a false flag operation. Our intelligence knows when he's invading. This was such a ridiculous response. And I think it just emboldened Putin to go ahead with this invasion. We need to have a reset of American national security policy after this disaster. What what next then? If you're if you're President Biden or if you were giving him guidance, what next for him? I mean, does he go forward with the sanctions or is there something else that he needs to have up his sleeve? Right. We have to sanction. First of all, US troops. Well, yeah, but come on, we gotta do more than sanctions at this point. But but what? What else do you do? America involved more unnecessary wars. There should have been maximum sanctions a year ago. We should yeah. never have dropped the sanctions on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Uh, Biden has been appeasing Putin.
for the last year. He's let Putin know there's opportunities now he would never have had under a strong and decisive American president. Biden needs to clean house. He needs to fill his national security positions with men and women of gravitas and sense, people like Jim Baker. I mean, as someone who would be like Jim Baker, I would bring in Jane Harmon, uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, maybe Bob Gates, maybe Leon Panetta, a senior statesman who can help reset our national security policy, give Biden good advice to stop him from making bad decisions and to stand up to these dictators who are really going to be on the rampage, I'm afraid, after this catastrophe. Yeah, there were so many bad decisions made in Afghanistan, and you wonder if those are going to kind of overlap. Uh, NASDAQ 100 futures point to first bear market since March of 2020. Futures tracking the NASDAQ 100 index signaled the U.S. equity gauge is poised to fall into a bear market on Thursday for the first time since the depths of the pandemic sell-off. March futures for the tech-heavy index slid as much as 3.3% as Russian forces attacked targets across Ukraine. Diplomacy has failed. Wow. The NASDAQ 100 is down about 